0: It's been said that every quilt tells a story, and it's so true. But I also believe every quilter has a story to tell. I wanted to hear about the people behind these wonderful quilts and thought you'd enjoy hearing about their lives also. Welcome to A Quilter's Life. (music) Nerve excited. I love how Hannah Cohen came up with this new word to describe her feelings. I think we've all been nervous and excited at the same time and experienced nerve-excited at one point or another. I usually conduct these interviews over the phone, but it worked out to interview Hannah through a Zoom call. I wish I could share with you the twinkle in her eyes as we discussed her story and quilts. Hannah's business is the Bespoke Quilter. Although she explains her name during the interview, I also looked up the word bespoke, as it's not commonly used in the United States. It means made to individual order or custom made. Anna, thanks so much for joining me on A Quilter's Life. Thank you for having me. It took a little bit to get us together. I'm so excited to visit with you. Tell me where you were born and raised.
1: So I was born in a little town in the southeast of England called Surrey, about 40 miles outside of London, if, you know, that's a place that your listeners in the US will know. So I was born and raised there, and I've lived sort of all over the UK and Ireland, so I've kind of traveled around.
0: All parts, that's interesting.
2: Can you share a special childhood memory?
1: I don't really remember most of my childhood, so I do remember getting my first, and this is just stuck in my memory, getting my first cross-stitch framed. It was in the back of my grandma's car and I was finishing it and I had to finish it on the way to the little town outside of where we lived. And I was finishing it in the back of the car ready to go and get it framed. Um, so yeah, that's a lovely because my grandma's, you know, no longer here. So that's quite a nice memory. Yeah.
0: Now, did she help you pick out the picture you were cross-stitching and all that?
1: Yes, it wouldn't be anything that I do now. It was just a house. And the sky was too big, because I made it too big. You know, I was going up and up and up. So I adjusted the pattern even then. I was adjusting patterns when I was nine.
2: <laughs> Besides quilting, did you have other
1: employment? Yes. I did some Saturday jobs when I was younger, but my main passion then, and still still a bit now, was in spa and beauty therapy. So I started in a salon and I worked my way up through there. And then I was headhunted and I went to Ireland for three years. And then I came back and I got poorly, which we'll ease into. So yeah, that's why I came back. But I loved my time in Ireland And working in a spa there, it was a really fun time I had. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, because I was in my early 20s, so it was fun.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How did you end up where you are now, the town that you live in? What brought you there?
1: So I live now in West Sussex, which is a bit further across. Then, Surrey, I live with my beautiful husband, and this is the first property we've bought together, which is quite a a struggle in this country, you know, to get on the property ladder. So we are happy here. I've never been so happy in a home, and it's really a home.
0: Nice.
2: Yeah. Is there anything else you want to share
1: about your personal life? So my story really started, well, it started when it started, but I had a big trauma about 10 years ago, maybe 10 and a half now. I got diagnosed with a brain tumor and I had a big fit in the night and I got diagnosed then, and we went through a whole journey. In fact, we came to the states at one stage. I was put on an FDA trial. and then I was well, it within eighteen months, it had completely cleared up. So that was fantastic. And then unfortunately, I've just been reared. Diagnosed again, but that's positive. Yeah, about 10 years later. So that's positive as well. That's looking really good.
0: Oh good. Now, is that still part of that original trial? Will you be still under that or something new? No,
1: I've gone a different way this time. We're going to Germany instead. (laughs) The UK just don't have the facilities here so we're going elsewhere
0: I'm so glad that you can find something to help you that is amazing
1: yes we
2: are too Mm -hmm. earlier you mentioned
0: that you didn't remember some of the things so was that the cause of that
1: yes I had a tumor removed last time And that's, yeah, that's why I don't remember a lot. But then I guess my childhood was great because I don't remember anything bad happening, you know, because you remember trauma. And I'm kind of a person who just gets on with it, you know, just moves forwards in the present. But I'm moving forward each day, each day. So, yeah, I don't tend to Well,
0: That's great. And I'm sure that positive attitude has helped
2: all of this too.
1: Massively,
2: massively. Mm-hmm. Besides quilting, are there other crafts you
0: do or have done?
1: Yes. I used to crochet. That's how I got back into craft from my illness. And because I thought, Oh, okay, well, I'm well enough now to do something. And I ended up buying one of these, I don't know if you have them in the States, but one a week crochet magazine or knitting magazine. So it was to make a big blanket, but I quite quickly fell short and went to some classes. Uh, (laughs) It was something I couldn't I couldn't do on my own, <laughs> so I met a class and a teacher, and um, that got me through. And I didn't start quilting until six years ago. Yeah, and I've always done cross stitch, so you know that's been my craft all the way through. But yeah, I belong to a craft group now, and they're all knitters, but I don't have (laughs) an inkling to learn yeah are there any other hobbies you have I meditate and I exercise I'm just starting back with my exercise now but I'm just focusing on that and I love what I do so it's not hard going to work which my studio is in my house. So I can just roll out a bed and go and do what I love.
0: I find it wonderful to work from home.
1: Yes.
2: My next question is, do you think any of your hobbies show up in your quilting?
1: Yes. Obviously I meditate every day and I mainly meditate on whatever project i've got or well my hand and foot getting better because i lost movement in my hand and my foot this time so i wasn't able to sew or stitch or anything so yeah i think it does but in a very very subtle way so
2: how were you introduced to quilting
1: you know, I wasn't introduced. I just bought a sewing machine and an quilt, And that's how I got started. So I didn't actually properly learn how to quilt. You know, I didn't go to any classes and I'd done a cross stitch quilt. So it was... Blocks of cross-stitch and then blocks of fabric. And I just kind of hashed that together. And I thought, oh, I kind of like this. And I had it for years. And then I just all of a sudden had the energy and inclination, I guess, to put it together. That since was hanging on our wall in our old property and got moldy. So i had to take the back off and the binding and that's still on the go because I hand quilted it so that's going to be an interesting one to get the back together
0: oh I bet you're looking forward to being are you planning on hanging it on your wall again
1: yeah because now we have a dry house
0: (laughs) (laughs) is that your favorite quilt or do you have another quilt that you really love
1: Yeah, that's my favorite because it was my first, not proper. And I'm going to actually long arm my first proper quilt while I've got a little gap in my schedule. So that will be properly, you know, quilted. Yeah. So I'm quite excited about that.
2: Nice. Out of all
0: your tools, do you have one that you like the most?
1: Yeah, it has to be my AccuQuilt. Because without that, I wouldn't have got started properly. I know some people think it's a cheat. I, not hate, but dislike cutting out. Because that does it. And then I'm off. I like the sewing and the putting together of blocks more. Some people love the cutting, don't they? I think they're mad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, everyone likes different things. But yeah, as I said, you know, that's how I got started. And it's really easy because all the pieces go. I don't know if you've ever used one or tried one, but it's a machine that does the cutting for you. Yeah, I've heard
0: a lot about them, but I have never gotten to try one. That leads us into out of all the steps in quilting or making a quilt, do you have a favorite step or do you like the whole process other than the cutting?
1: (laughs) So I love the whole process. Most since I've had my long arm machine, I love finishing it, so I love seeing it quilted and it just brings on a new lease of life to the fabric, the to the patchwork. So that's the process and just the finishing.
2: Nice. Tell me about your worst quilting experience. Oh
1: my goodness. I tend get challenging ones I think I've got a beacon above my head so I tend to get challenging ones and there was one lady that had sewn webbing around the sides and brought it to me like that which I had never seen before and I doubt she's going to bind it very easily and I think, yeah, that's it. Apart from, you know, people bring me their old clothes or clothes of people that have passed. And that's lovely to do, but I don't like cutting and wasting the fabric. But I found a charity that just weighs them in so they get recycled. So that's really lovely. Why do you think you
0: make quilts rather than spending your time on another craft or doing something else?
1: Because I just love it. I mean, it's my passion and I obviously appreciated doing it more now than I have ever done. I teach, so I was still able to do that with help from one of my friends she also is a quilter so I appreciate it more so this is all I've been doing since I'm back (laughs) and who do
0: you usually make your quilts for when you're making one yourself instead of for a client
1: I recently made one for a friend's baby and that was a log cabin so simple but with a foundation paper pieced center that said love on it and that was really lovely but yeah just friends and my husband who I'm promising to make from his Michael Jordan jerseys that he's collected over time so I'm going to make him that eventually. I'll give him an IOU for Christmas. I've got all the jerseys. I've hidden them. So I've got them. He doesn't really notice when I, you know, pick some stuff out of his wardrobe. So I've got them. I just have to make it. Anna, can you share a quilting tip? Yes. I can, because this is something I learned quite early on. Don't worry if there are mistakes. And I have a rule. I only unpick something three times. If I have to do it any more than that, it's what it is. So I really believe in not making anything perfect, because we're not perfect. So. Just go with it. Just go with the process and nobody is going to notice. If you give it to a friend, and if anyone points it out on a quilt group, they're not your friend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if anyone is ever mean to you, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah.
0: If they're helping you along the way, that's one thing. But if they point it out after it's all done, you're not going to be taking
1: it. No, anyway. no, you're not
2: going to thank them. So, describe how you went
0: from having quilting just as a hobby, and it became a business for
2: you.
1: So that was in 2019, and I had the chance to buy a long arm machine. And it was half price. So I just went for it because, you know, life's too short, right? I've been sick once at that time and I didn't obviously know that I was going to get sick again. But I just spoke to a couple of quilting friends and they just said, just go for it. So I did. And what, three years on? Yeah, I'm doing it. And I was going to a long-arm quilter to get my stuff done. She stopped. So I thought, okay, well, this is the
2: perfect time. And share the name of your
0: company and tell me how you came up with that name.
1: So it's called The Bespoke Quilter. And I thought about it for a while and just thought well what am I I like to do bespoke things and in fact all of my work is bespoke whether it's making a quilt for somebody as a memory quilt or just long arming so I just thought what am I yeah and that just fitted and I had a really funky logo <laughs> designed, <laughs> which you can see on my Instagram. That's mainly where I'm I post every day. I don't really do anything on Facebook, but I get quite a lot of work through social media. Great. I'm
2: looking at your website. You sell patterns also?
1: No. For my foundation paper piecing. Classes, I use somebody else's patterns, obviously with her permission. And she's a lovely lady. She's called Victoria Pete. And oh my goodness, her patterns are just wonderful. All the measurements are done for foundation paper piecing, and they're a joy to work with and piece. And I'm actually doing one of hers at the moment, and it's a nutcracker, which is. 33 inches I'm non-quilter wouldn't understand but by 58 so it's a decent size so I've done his hat and his body so I've yet to do his face which is the most intricate bit so I've left that um yeah so she's yeah she's brilliant and she lets me use her patterns so yeah I don't Hope sell them. That sounds so cute. Yeah, it is really cute. I can
2: send you pictures. Great. Tell me about after you
0: got your long arm and you decided to quilt for others, how did it feel when the first person that brought you their quilt for you to quilt?
1: I was nervous because you're taking something that somebody has worked hours and hours and I was nervous. I'd say I was um, nervous sighted. So it's pretty much nervous and excited. But when I'd done the first few rows and it was coming together and I tend to send pictures to my clients at that stage and she loved it. So I got like second confirmation. That it was going well. And that was one of the biggest that I've done. So to take that on, and it was kind of double sided as well. So that's what I mean. You know, I get picked to do the (laughs) most challenging (laughs) ones. Yeah, double sided is, yeah, it's more difficult, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've thought about that at times
0: when I thought. Oh, I could do this on the back, but how would that look if I'm quilting it that way? I better not. (laughs) No. And on your website, I saw that you were interviewed by John Scott. How exciting was that?
1: I know. My husband used to be on TV in England on the same channel that John used to work for. He was a fashion guru. And he knew him, and I watched him on Sewing Quarter, Sewing Street, uh, anyway, a uh, sewing channel. And I used to have it on the background, like a radio, really. And he contacted my husband. And he just sent my husband a message randomly. He didn't even know me and know that I was a quilter. So yeah, he came down and interviewed me, which was wonderful to you know put on my website. So yeah, that was really beautiful. I had a really fun time.
0: What was it like to be in front of the camera with him? It, it just seems yes. mind boggling.
1: Yeah. He's was so calming and it was in my house. So that was, you know, it was my space. So that was one of the things that made me even more comfortable but yeah he's such a lovely guy we stay in touch you know every couple of weeks you know we'll send a message so yeah he's just a lovely lovely man
0: oh
2: cool and share with us how we can get in touch with you
1: so so instagram um the bespoke quilter is the best way or my email obviously theperspokewhilter at gmail.com
2: great is there anything else you would like to share with me today
1: just thank you thank you for me finally because uh we had challenging time (laughs) getting together so yeah thank you thank you so much oh i'm so excited to get to finally chat with you
0: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Ah. You can find more stories on quilterslife.com or subscribe on your favorite podcast player so each episode will be downloaded automatically. Also, I want to hear about you and your wonderful quilts. Please contact me, Paula Chamberlain, through the website to set up an interview. And as always...